Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of train strikes on Tuesday, train strikes on Thursday, train strikes on Saturday. Are you having fun one day in? I, so, been? I mean, it's great. I mean, You've like, worked this from is, home, haven't you? This is, I, I've basically sat on my arse. Um, and done and done very very little. I've not been reliant on the trains, and, and you know, typically, if it was any normal week, I wouldn't be reliant on the trains. Of course, this is the week that we're going up to Edinburgh. Um, yes. <laughs> so you know, uh, there was there was there was very few trains in which I could have booked, and of course, I looked into my crystal ball and booked the one that was going to get cancelled. Um, yeah. But you know, like at the end of the day, it's been great. That, you know, um, I think it was Trainline or whatever. They just said, "Hey, look, just get one of the other fucking trains on Wednesday or Friday and, and grow up." Oh my god, it's um, gonna be rammed though. It's, well, we've booked a seat. We've re- we've reserved a seat. Um, yeah. So I look forward to having that conversation with another member of the general public um, when they also have the same reservation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, or when the the booking system fails yeah. and uh, all the seats are. Um, free for all. I'm I'm kind of I'm a bit brutal with it though, if I'm honest. If I'm at King's Cross, I'm it, you. I'm you, you may as well me in front of the stations, Alex, at King's Cross. Yeah, you would mistake me for at the start of an 100 meter sprint. I know exactly what you mean because I, I have <laughs> begun. I like with everyone. I've be, been through that station many times. I think it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that they open the barriers to get on the train like ten minutes less before than, less, than. less than ten minutes before the train's due to leave, and everyone's like, "Fucking, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not waiting around here." Throw, like kids are getting thrown over shoulders and stuff. Like, and you people, and you tell people yourself people are launching their baggage across the crowd just so that they can they can get it in the, the yep. luggage rack first. Yeah, and you um, tell yourself you're like, "It's fine." I've got. It's not gonna leave. There's time to get on the train, and I've got a seat reservation. Yeah, but it's I not don't the train. Have to, I don't it's, have to do this. It's not the train you've got to beat. It's the other. I was gonna get rude there. It's the other people on the train that that you have. Right. To yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the other. And I, you know, like I, I guess it makes you know better than the rest. But anyway, you've you've had a much worse time of it, haven't you? Oh no, no, no. My 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 worst time of it is about to come. Is about is about to come in the because today I've actually. Not anything. I've had a practice day today. Good. It's been delightful. Yeah. Just been in the flat practicing the ten things that I have to perform over the next week, and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't realize I had this this many pieces to learn." And today was my one day to learn it all. So I've been playing a lot today. But what I haven't been doing is going out and teaching, which mm. usually means getting on the tube, um, getting was on the it, overground. Was it, were the tube strike today? Were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, no TFL stri- today. They strike tomorrow. The tube. No, not tomorrow. Good. There's no there's no strikes tomorrow, although they're like, okay, so there's so there's no strikes tomorrow, but it will be like affected. Like there'll be delays and things like that. Okay. Do your worst. <laughs> I know, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But uh, I my 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 shit show is gonna happen on Saturday because I have a I have a concert I've gotta to get to out of out of London. And obviously because it's a concert, it'll finish at about half past nine and all the reduced trains stop operating at 6 30 so it currently looks like we have to stay over in in this town in hertfordshire which is like if the trains were running literally a 25 minute train journey away but but it might as well it might as well be the north of scotland as far as how difficult it is to get back into edinburgh why don't you just hire a car and drive back because I don't drive, you know there this. How long have you known? How long there have you known go. me? I just wanted to just wanted to have you admit that. Also, well, why should I have to hire a car? Well, they can. Invoice. It's expensive. They can invoice. 
I, yeah, I had to hire a car recently for a work trip because they couldn't do it through work. It was bloody expensive just rocking up at an airport to hire a car. Yeah, <laughs> My yeah, God, yeah. I don't know who's yeah, got yeah. that kind of money. Um, do we have time for another bit of preamble? Because I was singing the Venus I do, song. I do like preamble. It's because you've just shaved your leg. It's because I've just shaved. I was singing, "I am your Venus. I am your, your. I am your Venus. I am your fire. Fire. Your yeah, desire. Yeah, yeah. I was like, sire doesn't seem so no, right. Fire. No, I'm your fire. Your desire. Yeah. Good song, eh? Good little, little catchy jingle. And it, the yeah. reason that it's in my head is because I weird. I weirdly. I can't remember why I was doing this. I think it was because I was away traveling for work um, and I and I downloaded a film or I was away staying somewhere and I decided I would, I'm watching a film in chunks and it was because I opened Amazon Prime or something like this and downloaded a film um, which was just in front of me, which was American Pie 3. And Brilliant. The reason, Is the that reason, in American Pie 3? Yeah, yeah. But the reason I didn't watch um, American Pie 1 or, or definitely not 2, so 2 just like... I, I love to so much. It yeah, makes I like me to. so nostalgic for just summer camps and band camps and stuff. And I, I loved summer camp and I, I can't watch it. I'm just like, oh, like it take me back. Um, two's the one at the beach though, two, when they two's, have, yeah, two's the one can, at the beach where they have a painting job. Yeah, it's just brilliant. It's just, yeah. but it's it's like, I, I went to a summer camp and I was painting the the, the, the cabins, you know, getting, oh, oh I it, see. But it was just, it was just like, I remember there was another British camp. I'm like, this is like American Pie 2, isn't it? Because they have another camp. They actually have a camp one. They've got band camp. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. That was the left turn when things started. That was the original cast. No, no. I And the reason I didn't watch the first American Pie is because it is... It's actually a very, very good movie. And I kind of want to cover it on the podcast, I think, at some point. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be good. I mean, the three of them we could cover as a... As a trio, and um, I guess like one of the main talking points. So I watched American Pie three, and look, it like I I have an undoubted love for these films, right? The American Pie ones, and especially three. Yeah, but you my, love Stifler, don't you? My God, he is a problematic character. What Stifler? Oh my he, God, he he he's graduated way beyond problematic. But but like that's the thing. I think he was cancelled before you cancel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You watch him. I watched him again. Like he is, just, he is, ter- he's terrible in three, and he's worse, I think, in one and two. Yeah. But oh my god, how problematic that is! And I just yeah, yeah. don't know. Like, if you if you want um if you want the equivalent of watching a movie, if you want an equivalent of a, of like a cold, you know, like an ice bucket challenge, water with ice over you, watch those films again and try and try and justify it. It's oh really, no! No, it's, it's I, 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 I was really... thinking. I, I was trying to. I was thinking of a way to interject the fact that, like, I reckon those movies culturally do not stand up in today's spotlight. I, I reckon there's not really a place for them. I think, I think the, the first, first one, the first one does. No, I think it's a good movie. I think. I think. It, I think it is a good movie. The first one, but the fact that there was a franchise made out of it. And they keep going. And they keep, keep and they keep going. You, is uh, uh, the reason that the extra ones exist are like because of the problematic stuff? Can I can I make a suggestion? Because I think American Pie as a whole is a really good one to cover on the show because yeah. you like the, the music is like it has a music. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it does. Has, yeah. It has a score. So like it's got a score more than anything. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. You, you, Those those artists. Um and 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 I I think. To nip this in the bud, we should definitely yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do yeah, that. Let, let's put a pin in this. <clears throat> let's do American Pie, 
but with scope to talk about the wider franchise. Fine, yeah. Um, American Pie. Yeah, we're not going to do individual movies. Dude. No, God. fuck that. Can, can you imagine us thinking, like, oh, this week, Beta House. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Book of Love. <laughs> yeah, The Naked Mile. Wait, one of them. The Naked one, Mile. One of oh, them, God, one of them was back. basically just porn. And I can't remember which one it was. Oh, like, uh, there, Beta House. Was Beta it Beta House? house? Was, Beta House was porn. Well, or maybe, was... maybe Book of Love. Was Book of Love? I don't. Maybe even, I didn't even know. I think there's one. I think there's been. I think they, they wheeled a... out Eugene Levy just you know because he's got to be in everyone. He's very good. He's like but, the Anthony Daniels of American Pie. But, but also, <laughs> yeah. But also, I think there's now one about. Well, we should stop. Okay. But there's yeah, one. There's one with it's women an all female cast now because they're trying to flip it. And um, oh, I didn't know that. No, oh, I know. Whatever. I know. And I want to watch that now. There. Oh. Oh. American Pie, we'll get to that. Uh, well, of course, we are not an American Pie podcast. No, we're not. We will be at some point, we but we're not be, today. Yeah, yeah, not today. <laughs> not today. Um, there's a wee quote from last week's episode. If you don't know what it was, then go back and have a look. Not Very good. I, oh, yeah, I just got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've, pra- I've been practicing I've been practicing my accent for it. You ready? Oh, yeah, go on. Um, there's, uh, there's a snake in my book. Okay. Did yeah. you get that one? Yeah, what I got that, that one. I got that one. That was Woody. That my was Woody. Wife. My wife. Um, yeah. <laughs> you did that um, one last week. I did that one. I did come up with one new one. ones. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll come up with a few throughout this. Um, I hate sand. I hate you hate sand? sand? Yeah. I hate the sand. <sighs> What's, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that was a good one. That's a good one. Uh, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that going to be? Who's that? Oh, that's Anakin Skywalker. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? From, I mean, from where I'm standing, though, the Jedi are evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that one. No, no, it's worse than that. It's from my point of view, the Jedi uh, are evil. I mean, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite one. I'm going to do yeah, yeah. at the office. Yeah. Um, um, oh. oh, well, I've got the high ground. Yeah. I've got <laughs> yeah, the high you ground. Do. Yeah, you got the high ground. Yeah. <laughs> you like those? Um, no, I, I do They're like kind them. of right for the plucking, these ones, aren't they? The yeah. movie coach. What about um if if you'll if you'll allow me to jump on this bag oh, bandwagon? Please, please jump um, board. Climb yeah. on a board. <laughs> what, what about if an item doesn't appear in the archive, it doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Doesn't <laughs> exist. Sorry. Uh I'm sorry, but it looks like the planet you're looking for doesn't exist. Mm. <laughs> Lost a planet this dickhead has. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing! <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, point and point and boo. We all shall. <laughs> all together, younglings. No, no, no. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. There's a fun <laughs> version of this film out there somewhere. Oh, there Do you know the, the, the speaking of the, the American Pies? The not another movies never had a pop at Star Wars, did they? Properly. They really not could really. have been not another sci-fi movie. Do you know what I mean? Probably. De- oh, that would be a that would be a great spoof film to remake now. It would just be all Marvel. Well, it was, wasn't it? Spaceballs? It would just be all Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think they did a superhero one. Right. Okay. We're Jesus. It's like tangent city. And we of course are not a mu- um, Star Wars. No, we are Star Wars. No, we've we already done that. American Pie podcast. No, we haven't done this. Music. We're music and movies podcast. Right. And yeah. Each week, we're going to be talking to you about now, and a category nearly emerged from this we we are no we're not music each week we're going to talk to you about some of the most I, I guess like the category here is films that are technically not good but have unbelievable scores 
Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? That I movies that is, don't deserve the music they have. Music. They, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, do you know what, mate? I don't think that's true. No. I. As every year passes, I know I know exactly where you're going to say because I feel exactly the same thing. I was like list- these films more and more. Yeah, and do you know what? I'll, I'll I'll hold my hands up. I didn't actually. I mean, we we only decided on doing Attack of the Clones last night. Yeah, and I did make the decision right there and then. I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't going to watch it because I've seen it so many times, and I will continue to watch it. Okay, I always I, I always watch it anytime like. There'll always be a period of the year where I'll be like, right, I'm going to watch all the Star Wars. And I will watch all of them. Mm, mm. Um, apart from The Rise of Skywalker. I've only but, watched that film once. Yeah, I genuinely... Uh, no, I've, I, went, I went to see it twice in the cinema. I went to see Did it twice. Really? Yeah, I went to see it twice. Yeah, because I couldn't believe it the first time. I just oh, needed... God, what I, I a just, weird way to prove a point. No, yeah, but I, I, I love... But as I've said many times, I love, 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 love Star Wars. Yeah. And I just... And I just... I didn't feel like it was a waste to just go a second time and go, I, am, am I sure? Did I see what I saw the first time? Yeah. And then I came out the second time and went, oh, yeah, no, I I, I did. And actually, it was way worse the second time as well. Oh, the great. first time, The first time there was actually like a little bit of like... Star Not Wars, yeah, yeah. St- Star Wars along for the ride. I enjoyed it to a degree for the first time. And then the second time, I was like, I saw it for what it was, and I was like, oh no, really does struggle. But but, no, but I was thinking exactly the same thing as what as what you were thinking, which was like, the further I the the, the further I get in life, the less resistant I am to just admitting that I fucking like the prequels. <clears throat> I, like, I think I think you've summarized it there because I we just like them and. They're entertaining to watch. They when are. the prequels are on the TV, I don't sit on my phone. No. Do you know no, what you I watch mean? them. You watch they, them. They, you, 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 you pay attention because, and weirdly, they're not designed. I mean, I, I, I'm not talking... Oh, do you have hit the microphone there? I'm not talking of episode one as such. Episode two and episode three are a lot closer as a film. You know, the original prequels are, in fact, the original six. Two and three are very, very similar, like very, very similar movies in the sense that the first one sets it up and the second one delivers it. Yeah. And I think the reason why we like the third one, and it, and it is tangibly a good, good movie, it is, is because yeah. this one puts in the hard hard yards. Um, I, I, You couldn't have it on its own. But I must In many be- respects. I think it's not to say that we don't agree with like a lot of the criticisms of it because let's be honest the dialogue is shonky as hell oh it's terrible yeah yeah it's 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 so oh yeah it's just wooden and horrible but, and well but what i will say actually right. is this also has some of the some of the most relatable dialogue in all of in all of the films ooh relatable yeah Interesting. Um, specifically, there's two. There's two sequences. Both of them are Ewan McGregor owns these two scenes, yeah. and it shows how good an actor he is, and actually how how just he just rolls around in the character of Obi Wan Kenobi. He oh, he loves just, it. He he wraps himself in this character, and you you can believe he's when it, when it, when you see a character on screen like see you know you see uh, like a jules winifred that sammy j is doing right yeah yeah the 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 reason why sammy j is great as jules winifred is because he's perfected the character skill tree as an aggressive violent mobster 
But if you right. were to see Sammy J play Jules Winifred when he was on a night out with his friends or when he was, I don't know, like talking to his wife, talking to his kids, you would have a really difficult time making the connection between this is Sammy J playing this character who's doing these unconditional or untraditional sort of things that they do. Whereas if you apply the same metrics for Ewan McGregor playing Obi-Wan or Ben Kenobi, from things like Obi-Wan the series and the prequels, irrespective of what Obi-Wan does and Ewan McGregor playing him, you're like, that's still Obi-Wan. Whatever yeah, he does. Yeah, 100%. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? By his own, own admission, and he said this as part of, as, you know, one of the main talking points of, like, the press junkets for Obi-Wan. Um, and, and I remember him saying this all the time, at the time of these prequels coming out and in interviews since talking about Obi-Wan, he said he was always just obsessed with becoming Alec Guinness Obi-Wan. Oh, oh yeah. That was like his number one objective. Like, and he, you know, just in the voice, in the delivery, in the mannerisms, just be like, I, I want this character to feel like it's going to become yeah. Alec Guinness yeah, yeah, yeah. as this, you know, big a- acting icon and, you know, cinema icon. And you don't and really, and you, you don't do really, get that. You don't really see it in the first one, but you definitely see a lot of it in this one, and and obviously more so in in um, in Revenge of the Sith. But back to the point I was making, which was the 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 range in dialogue. So you know, obviously this film has is plagued by some you know truly awful lines. I hate I hate the sand and all that nonsense. Yeah, um, and and and. You know, I think it's there's there's a really Hayden does get the majority of them, yeah, unfortunately. There, Bless him. There's something about like there's something about like I hate the way that I love you, or I hate the way that I can't. Oh, that that scene you. is so, painful to watch. Do you, do you know what I mean? It actually, really is. And actually, a lot of the, the the scenes that are tolerable with the dialogue. I've just remembered it. I've just it? remembered it. I wish I could wish away my love for you. Yeah, yeah. Atrocious. Exactly. So but, bad. But, but um, but the 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 the, the work the scenes that work from their romance dialogue um and i don't really buy a lot of them but there's a there's one or two um are the ones that are ad-libbed by the two the two um two actors because they they try to create some sort of on-screen chemistry so much yeah, yeah. dumped as well but back to back to Obi-Wan, there's two sequences that i just i i love and I, they're so sharp the first one is when they're sat they've met padme for the first time and they're sitting down on the sofa and anakin and obi-wan are talking to padme and Anakin is directly speaking out of line and he's saying yeah. things. And you McGregor's like having to turn to him directly and go, No, we're it's not. The, doing no, that. yeah, I know exactly. It's the bit it's the bit where he, where Anakin says why. Yeah. And then he turns and he goes, What? Yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> so good. It's it it, it genuinely <laughs> is. It, it's like I love that sequence because that is the first, first real indication we get of there's Darth Vader. Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And it's, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. But it's also just like, it's it's a simple act of defiance. But what I love so much about it is you don't see Ewan McGregor going, what? You see Alec Guinness. You, do you know what I mean? You, yeah, yeah. Like, you, that, it's Obi-Wan. That, just, just the incredulent nature that he portrays in that one, like, what? I, I, I love it. I love yeah, it yeah. so much. It's, and, it's good. And and it's and and it stretches out to the last one nearer the end, almost the similar time into the film, but from the end backwards. You've got the the scene where Padme falls out of the of the um. Or there's a couple of sequences like throughout this, like he's just like he's getting sick of Anakin, and and the scene when he falls out and he goes and he fucking unloads on Anakin. He's like, yeah. no, like you're you need to do what you. I love those two little isolated incidences 
where you're just like, this is really torturous for him. And yeah, like, yeah. Obi-Wan is not enjoying having to train this guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think Obi-Wan sees Anakin turn to Darth Vader, but nobody else does. But he like he 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 thinks it's a failure on him. If yeah, I, I just I, I love and we that see it, and we see we see more of that in retrospect um, from like the last episode of Obi Wan, for example, when we we see that flashback, which uh, I think it's safe to say is pre Attack of the Clones. So it's I don't it's just know before if it was pre or post. But he's, has he got both of his ha- arms? He has both his hands. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he has both his right. hands. So it's it's pre Attack of the Clones, and they're having a the 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 whole episode Spar, is. Yeah. Um, th- this flashback of a training sparring lightsaber yeah, yeah, yeah. session, yeah. um, interspersed with the actual events of yeah. of of the episode, which I think we said last week was just so well done. Yeah. But I, again, that 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 just solidifies that point that you that you just yeah. said about Obi Wan seeing. It's probably worth noting. Sorry, just before you keep going, we yeah. haven't seen the last episode of Obi Wan yet, so this will have been released. No, and what Although, we're talking about is the last episode of Obi Wan. I am considering. Very strongly, staying up to midnight to watch it tonight. Oh, is it? Is it tonight? Is it? Yeah, because it drops. Because it drops Wednesday, and historically Ooh, that means you can watch it at midnight. I'm gonna do that too. Mate. Ooh, I'm gonna Ooh. do that too. Ooh, do, do you want to watch party it? Because yeah, you can do that can. on Disney Plus. I'm gonna do Ooh, that. Ooh, I think mate. we should do that. I'm gonna do that too. Mate. Oh that yes, mate day. Mate day. Mate day over the we, internet. We had mate day recently as well. We went and got our burritos and watched um, Lightyear. Lightyear. That was fun. Was it? Um, so, <laughs> so, so I mean, like whilst we're on the dialogue, whilst we're on the characters and stuff, before we really get to the score, um, the, the, you know. The, I, I often I like this film because I'm a fan of of things that that leave you behind if you're not paying attention or leave you behind right. if you're not there. And this film start like there is at least another film between this one and the first one, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? And I like it that the actually the pace of both these films, this second and third one, that specifically this second one, the pace is pretty punchy for everything that's happening on the screen. Yeah. But also they throw in a few I've got some facts about some shit that's been thrown in and what they how they did and how they, the music compensated and stuff for it. But like I, I just I, I really commend the pace of this film. And it goes back to what we're saying. Like it's it's enjoyable to watch and it's versatile in terms of the story beats. You know, you've yeah. got like some little side missions that go along. You've got a main theme that's happening, you've got a main story, but the way that it ends largely is it doesn't it doesn't um, end much different than how it started, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, arguably, for the first time in Star Wars history, you have basically just expanded the universe using a main, tri- you know, like a main series film. No, yeah, it's really and interesting. I think that's why this is an enjoyable one for fans to rewatch. No, it is. And actually, it's one of the most important movies for kicking off, you know, the the clone wars tv series mm. and uh rebels yeah, all of the all of from this one all of what star wars is now if you think about what star wars was when attack of the clones came out it was the trilogy and the phantom menace yeah and that was it and no well there, there was there was there was a bunch of books and um the expanded universe stuff but as far as laying the groundwork for what the, the current i know right um as far as what the current state of Star Wars is and all the different properties, I think you can link a lot of it back to 
plot-wise, a lot of what happens in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Like, the whole Sifo Diaz thing, that's still... That's still largely like unexplored, and well, you get little you, hints of it. I'm glad that you brought that up, Alex. So this is one that I so th- th- this movie just fascinates me in so many ways, and will always fascinate me. That's what I love about these films; they will always fascinate me. Um, so I mean, look, Cipher DS. It's always kind of troubled me, but I quite I, like the way that it's always sat in my head was, and you know, like going back, I guess, turn the clock back to all we have right now is this, the prequel trilogy and the original tri- uh, trilogy, and we don't have any expanded universe. You know, like yeah. back when the, when the days were really invested in this stuff. Cypher Diaz to me was an interesting little side story about a Jedi who decided, wouldn't it be good if the Jedi had a clone army and then he just died and forgot about it? Yeah. Do you know but what that's I mean? mental. Was, but, but isn't that just, but, the, but the actually, I mean, like, the rule is, so Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas was originally just a flimsy alias for Darth Sidious, known as Sido dias so S-I-D-O-D-S. Yeah, okay. But a typo was made in the script. So George Lucas preferred the new name and the plot point about him change uh, about him, uh, the plot point where it was was changed to make him an actual Jedi who had disappeared. Right. So none of the movies ever revealed if Master Sifo Dyas was responsible for ordering the clone army, or if someone else used his name. But the matter was later addressed in Star uh, in Star the Star of the Clone Wars TV series episode The Lost One. So apparently that's where they picked that story up. Yeah. But I can't remember that off the top of my head. I have seen no, it I'm, because I'm, I have I have seen all of the Clone Wars, but I can't remember a lot of it because mainly because a lot of it is bad. But <laughs> um <laughs> but there's a lot of good stuff as well, but it's it's hard to remember all of the good stuff when it, it looks the same as the bad stuff. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean I feel that with like Doctor Who. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. You put, but a bit, a bit like it's that whole thing of it, you know, if you put blueberries and you put spinach in your blender, um, it doesn't matter how amazing and healthy your 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 drink is gonna be, it's gonna be brown. <laughs> do you know what it's I mean? It's gonna be like, brown. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what I think of that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, I like that. It's, 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 but like, the, you know, the other points of this movie is largely they forget some things. You know, they they basically throw out the rule book on things like Jar Jar, which I. At the time, as a kid, was like a little bit like, "What's happened to Jar Jar?" And he's there at the start, and I'm also like, "I mean, I get it, but what's happened to Jar Jar?" Yeah, you know is I mean? this Even one of the earliest age. examples of filmmakers or producers, responding directors to responding to fan criticism? Because Jar Jar was supposed to have a larger, yeah, point in all this, and some have theorized it's the whole Darth Jar Jar thing. Which, as a theory, is one of the best things ever. I love the Darth yeah. Jar Jar theory. I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I would have loved to see a version where that was actually sincerely what they were gonna do. <laughs> do, do you know what they should do? Disney should do um, you know how they did Marvel's What Ifs? They oh, do, they do a they What should, If. They should. They should have the same animation team do uh Star Wars What Ifs. How Ooh. fucking popular would that be? That would be ridiculous, actually, wouldn't it? How popular would that be? If I think it's dangerous. A... I, I've always thought, 
I've always I've always thought with Star Wars, if you ever do multiverse or time travel or anything, it ruins the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it's 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 an extension of like largely the problem I have with like Marvel movies nowadays, which is like, why do I care about any of it? Because yeah, nothing yeah, nothing's yeah. important, the, and you can just do un- you, you can just yeah. undo anything anything you want. And I and I and I I do like that Star Wars does still even how fantastical it all is. It still does operate within certain universal laws. They're not you know they're not playing as day in front of you like you don't know exactly what those laws are but you feel like there are rules going on yeah, here yeah and i and i feel like multiversal stuff and time travel stuff would sort of spoil it as 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 enticing as that would be mm. uh i don't think it should happen yeah um count dooku yeah christopher lee my goodness we got, we got <sighs> very lucky with him to be i mean i mean yeah. the quote the quote basically from christopher lee is he, he he signed up before he even read the script. Yeah, which is yeah. quite clear. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you having would for Star Wars, but well, that's what, that's exactly his point. He, I think yeah. the quote the quote's hilarious. He says something along the lines of like, when you get offered a Star Wars film, you you don't refuse it. No, you you take it instantly unless your name is Harrison Ford and you've already done three. Yeah, and I love that quote. And it was just like, <laughs> I, and actually that was my other point. Right, this this film, if you remember back, right, this one didn't do as well. But do you know why? Because it was competing against the Sam Raimi Spider-Man and the the two towers, so like what a chock a block. Well, and year. Harry Potter and Harry Potter, yeah. What Chamber of Secrets, same Chamber year. Super yeah, year. yeah. What a chock a block year. Mad. Like, yeah, oh, yeah that's that also, crazy. Actually, isn't that weird though as well? It was the second Harry Potter, the second Lord of the Rings, the second prequel. Yeah, the second Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, that, that is second, weird, isn't it? If it had been the second Raimi, I would have flipped. Do you know what's, re- you know what's really what? Second What's Matrix? really interesting? Was it the second Matrix that year. Ooh, that was. Might have been. Oh God, it might have been actually. I mean, different audiences. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't aware. I was aware of those first three that we mentioned coming out at the same time, but I wasn't really aware of Matrix Reloaded. Those were movies that I discovered like after the fact. Mm, mm, Do you know what I mean? Like mm. a few, a few, few years after. But um, I always liked comparing those three in the cinema because they had very, at, at the time. You're talking really, about the prequels and, and the, pr- the prequels, um, and Lord, Lord of the Rings, and Harry yeah. Potter as well. They were everyone was really pushing the boat out as far as like CG characters and motion oh, yeah. capture and oh, stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. And what I really, really like is imagining side by side Gollum, Yoda, and Dobby. Yeah, yeah. Because they were all out in the cinema at the same time. Yeah. And then you're like, Gollum is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he still is like I don't know when the last time you watched Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, is, but up. the uh, but Gollum is held up one hundred percent. There's yeah. absolutely no Do- Do- Dobby's held up largely because of how he's portrayed in the Deathly Hallows. He looks pretty good in that. Yeah, one. in Chamber of Secrets, not so good. Yeah, yeah, not so good. Have to have to say that. Have to say that. And a lot of other CG in that movie is not as good. No. But then Star, but then Star Wars is a, is an interesting one. How they filmed the prequels because. Obviously, all of it, hundred percent, was famously, yeah. famously green screen. This is another thing that Ewan McGregor keeps banging on about how difficult it was as an actor with this new technology. But, but, they, um, but there's a couple of sequences that were real. You know, like all the all the prosthetics and a lot of the characters on the planets were all real, and the the bar sequence was all like it was a real bar and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, Ewan McGregor has also said though that he loved doing this film because it was set on the same soundstage as Moulin Rouge. 
as well. Oh, yeah. So, so like, there's, 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 there's twos and fours. But yes, I mean, notoriously challenging to act alongside. That's why Christopher Lee doesn't have a fucking clue what's happening around him. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's quite apparent, isn't it? Very, very confused. I love the shot. The best shot that encapsulates this is the one where he's on the speeder bike going away, yeah, yeah, and he's just fair. sat there, like with a complete <laughs> deadpan, deadpan face. Oh, no, I think and then. Or, or it's, it's when he walks out into the stadium in Geonosis and, and they've just went to him, just look impressed. And he just walks out and he's like, <laughs> he looks like he's smelling one of his own farts. Absolutely. I mean, no, I, I, I like when he's on the speeder bike after, yeah, after this exactly. thing. When he's on the speeder bike and he's clearly been given to the direction. It's like, right, you're on a speeder bike. And what you're going to do is you're going to hit some buttons and ah. you're going to tell, and you're going to tell ah. the guy and you're going to tell the guys to go deal with the clone ship that's behind you. And he's going to, and, he, and he just goes, Dop dop, and then he waves his hand in like a nondescript <laughs> way, and it's just like the prearranged hand signals. <laughs> uh, if we're we're all in agreement, if the clone ship comes up behind yep. us, bloop bloop, go. Bloop bloop, done. Yeah, very good. <laughs> even when he's even when he's like negotiating with the Geonosians, and they're like, they've, I imagine what they would have said. They were like, so Christopher, t- today you're going to have a t- couple of aliens around you, and they're going to be, you know, sort of theorizing battle plans, and there's going to be viceroys there, and they're going to be what? Don't worry about it. Um, in a just, weird you, way, in a weird yeah. way, you can justify it like as being representative of the character because he's like a count or something. So yeah. like, so he's like a, a wooden aristocrat yeah. with a yeah. stick up his arse. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Th- there's loads of ways to like uh, justify these things, but no, that's, that's not yeah. the case. <laughs> so, so, so I mean, look, and, and you know, the last point before we get into music, I was just going to say just how problematic Anakin is. Like seriously oh my problematic. God. Yeah, and yeah. the dialogue, like outright, she's like, you know... I think that I did watch this again a couple of months back and there was one point and I think like Maddie walked in as this scene was being said when Padme literally turns to him and she went, don't look at me like that. It makes me uncomfortable. And she's like, did you watch this growing up? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Toxic masculinity. Just, we learned it all from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Exactly. <laughs> You know, yeah, we were. That was it. Well, a little behind the curtain, we, that conversation we were having with people we went to school with. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and that kind of like, what is it called, hero syndrome, or what is it called, like main characteritis or whatever it is we were saying. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like I have to think that this movie in some way contributed towards some of that stuff because we would we would have watched this movie at the time. How problematic this! It's the same thing as Stifler. We were joking about. Oh god, we yeah. Were, no, we, we were, were just going. We were just going up to girls left, right, and center, just looking at them uncomfortably. We would have just and, watched this oh movie. Oh god, we just watched this movie and be like, my god, what a tormented soul. We would have just watched this movie and just been like, "What? Well, I feel so bad for Anakin. He's yeah. just not had it right." <laughs> um, oh, it's good. But um, yeah, I mean, like, and, and my segue into the music was just on the bar sequence that we talked around because that was good. Like, it's fun. You and McGregor yeah. loved that. But Hayden Christian, they both loved it because they liked being in a real set. But do you know what else was in the back of that set? What? There. Well, there's a cut sequence potentially. Um, I think it is cut. I don't know if it's out there somewhere. Um, where a famous boy band <laughs> were filmed in the scene um, oh, in, in the Jedi nightclub. That, that was in sync, wasn't it? It was in sync. Yeah, did yeah. you hear that? Did you? Were you that I, I've heard this. I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah I have heard was, this it, before. It was, yeah, it was, it was totally cut. It was totally cut. But um, hey, mate, floor is yours, John Williams. Oh. Well, before before we get onto John Williams, and because oh my god, this score, Jesus, yeah. so good, but. I, I, there is segueing into it the sound design mm. 
there's so much cool in this movie as oh, far yeah. as like Star Wars sound design goes. And like just just off the top of my head, number one, uh, Zam Zam Wessel, the um, the really the worst assassin in the world. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The sound the of her, the sound, the changeling, the sound of her speeder. Oh, it's lovely, isn't oh. it? It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh. It's like a, yeah. It's it's like a prolongated Doppler effect, isn't it? Yeah, and like the fact that all the ships like sound different. By the way, I absolutely love the chase sequence through Coruscant. It's good. Absolutely isn't it? incredible. But Alex, remember they went. He said, "Don't go through the power couplings." Oh yeah, that's stupid. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many that? times I, I have to tell you don't go many, through power, he, and he, power couplings <laughs> Alex said though he said don't go through he said I, I, uh, what did he do he went he through went, the power couplings they, they got a wee shock didn't they <laughs> <laughs> they did didn't they they did yeah. they got a shock a they wee got shock. shock they but, got a wee shock but uh, the one thing and this is by far the my favourite thing about this movie out of everything out of yeah. everything that is an ingredient in this movie, my absolute favorite thing is the sound of the seismic charge. Oh, from um, from Django Fett's yeah. Slave One in yeah. the asteroid field. That is glorious. It, the sound because the sound cuts out and then just this really like, it's like a soul soul piercing. Boom. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. It's it, so it's so good. It is very good. When I played um, Star Wars Battlefront Two, I always wanted to get Slave One just so I could just go around and wait for that that power to charge up and just be like, "Oh my god, guys, I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it!" And then, amazing. And then absolutely decimate. And oh, it's so cool! Such a cool sound effect. It's one of those things like I remember it in the cinema. It's one of those things that like kind of takes your breath away. Like it's like. It's the equivalent of the Holdo maneuver in um in the in the Last Jedi, like how just like visually stunning and with the sound design in it that that is, and it's really it's really a hallmark of Star Wars in general, mm. to be honest. Mm. That kind of revolutionary sound design and things like that. But I just I wanted to give that bit its props because I I I love that bit. I think I think probably more than I should. No, but it's it's a cool. It's pretty cool, and they they it's so cool. It's a book of Boba Fett. They bring it back as well. Which is they like, do. They do bring it back. Right. I mean, like the sound design is is epic in these films, and we talked a little bit about it. You know, the, the Phantom Menace pioneers some incredible sound design, and this one it continues. It pays. They all do. The prequels are very good with their sound. So, so, so you know, John Williams back. Um, yeah, he is uh, the man. He he he's you know just on on form. He didn't have to show up again for this one, but he, but he fucking did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He just he just appears and just does does what he needs to do. So so I mean, look, basically. Some of the background, Alex, from this, you know, the score itself is considerably shorter than actually a lot of the scores for the other Star Wars movies. In fact, I think this is one of the shortest scores. Um, But due to the unpopularity of the two-disc Phantom Menace edition, no attempt was made to release um, more of the score. So I think it was a lot of people at the time, believe it or not, were not as impressed with Phantom Menace score. And that was, you know, back to that point. That's of why mental. Phantom, well, isn't, isn't that crazy? That's mental because Jewel of the Fates is... Uh, it's, it's, Jewel it's of the Fates alone mm-hmm. is... Well, no, Jewel of the Fates charted. Yeah, People went mad for Jewel uh, of the Fates. But, but really, unlike other soundtracks, this one has been criticized for being too short, um, but with an overall runtime of 73 minutes runtime. Um, so that's a long time. 
its length is on par with the original release of all of the other Star Wars film soundtrack, except for Return of the Jedi, which clocked in at 46 meters. So I don't actually understand, you know, when it was like the, the I think what was happening there was people were expecting this to be longer than it actually was. Yeah. But because it to- tones back a little bit, there was a little bit of mm, what's kind of going on here. Yeah. The, 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 the as, prob- as, a, as, a, as a record release, it is a little bit thin. It yeah. has to be. It has to be said. Yeah. There's a lot of great material in it. There's a lot on the actual disc. Like all of, pretty much all of it is like brand new material. Um, but not the case in the movie. No, no. Which is I'm going to get to. Um, yeah. Well, as was I. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well. I mean, look. Once the Battle of Genosis begins, editing becomes becomes extensive, pulling from both the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, utilizing all forms of editing, supplementing, transitioning with timpani rolls, um, and um. You know, all, all sorts of things were, were kind of like cut out. Little instruments, sound instruments, etc. Sound excerpts from Phantom Menace were then inserted in to enhance tracks to make them sound subtly different. Um, yeah. The, the sequence... And do you know what other movie features? Uh, no. Um, Chamber of Secrets. Does it have some Chamber of Secrets in this? Does it? Okay, so nobody knows which one was first because they because they arrived at the same time, but. There is a scene of a clone dropship flying, right? And I, th- I believe it's when they're actually chasing Count Dooku on a speeder, right? Mm-hmm. That is carbon copy, exactly the same stuff as in the Chamber of Secrets Quidditch match when it's mm-hmm. Harry versus Malfoy. Interesting. What, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying they're similar. I'm saying they're the same. They're exactly the fucking same. It's ah. the only example I can think of in the entirety of John Williams's output, where that has happened, because I've because obviously we 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 see this all the time with Hans Zimmer. He's got like he, he he reuses things all the time in like the same way. But this is the only example I can think of this happening with John Williams, and it kind of it made me sad a little bit when I, the first time I I found this out. Mm. Um, but I don't know why it happened. Yeah, you know, it's different studios. I know it's the same composer, but it's different studios. I don't really know how and why it happened, but it's undeniable that it's the same music. Well, I mean, I mean that's really interesting, and I'm sure we've chatted on it before. I mean, the fact that I also had was during the final battle, nearly 90% of the music is heard. Um, it, it's temp tracked from John Williams' score of The Phantom Menace. This is most likely because the, the droid factory sequence um, and the clone battle was a late addition to the film. So especially yeah. the droid factory sequence, the music in that is all music from Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, so what are we trying to say here? Like, what are we trying to say? I think, personally, John Williams was probably a very busy boy that year. Yeah. This is what, this is what I'm saying. And when I was listening to the soundtrack and hearing the amount of original material that there was, I'm, I'm still astonished. Oh, oh, totally, totally. Do you want for to... for across the stars alone? Let, let's like... talk about it. Let's talk about across the <sighs> stars because do you, now now I was not. Uh, it was not that long ago, and I'm when I say not that long ago, I'm talking months that I realized across the stars was specifically written for Attack of the Clones. Interesting. I for some reason always had it in my head that across the stars was a piece of music that featured at some point in the original trilogy interesting and I, that's like that's like the equivalent of forgetting that the imperial march is not in episode four yeah 
Yeah, a little bit. Because everyone little forgets bit. that. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I always assumed, I think, and again, like, I mean, yes, it's really not too dissimilar. I, I think there's elements of binary sunset in this. But what I will also say is, at, across the stars, there's one piece of music that it's very, very similar to. Another John Williams piece of music that's not Star Wars or Harry Potter. Mm. It's, I think it's very reminiscent of um, I Am The Pan. Right. Is that the track called? What's it called? You are the pan. I'm the Something pan. like that. I think yeah. you, it's you are the pan. You are pan. You are your pants. But but <laughs> yeah, open yeah, up that very pan. Good. But but it's very much hook esque. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot the of other hook esque bit. I was listening to just just to keep on that comparison. You know the uh, Yoda and the Youngling scene. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, um, it's a lovely when piece of music. when the map when the map is opened up. There's like this mm-hmm. choral thing going on on the background, which is yeah. very, very, very hook. Yeah, actually, yeah. and that's interesting because they're from different periods of John Williams. Like you know, Hook is very quintessentially '90s John Williams, and this is about you know, this is you know, better part of a decade later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is it is quite easy to place movies of John Williams in in different in different decades. So it is quite interesting that there's a few kind of hook-like things in here. Well, I think, so my theory on this is that uh, he wanted to create a, a love theme that wasn't a traditional love theme. So the love themes he's created in the past, you know, Marion's love theme with, with Indiana Jones and the Han and Leia yep. love theme pr- previously, you know, uh, and, and, you know, Superman and Lewis, the, the, uh, Lois or whatever, it is, the, the, they, they've got very, very iconic love scenes that largely are you know it in major or have beautiful you know melodies that weave all the way through them but are in a major whereas well if one... i may if i may i would say that those love themes are very very mature very yeah. very romantic and are very much adult love themes yeah, yeah. whereas this anakin and padme they're fucking children yeah <laughs> basically yeah. they're and, they're, and they're juvenile it's, they're it's, a lot more not, innocent it's not a love theme i don't think this is a love theme i think this is like a I think this is a sad theme for the two of them. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, you know, like you're watching the events unfold. You, the, you, the audience know that, you know, they're going to have children. They're going to have Luke and this is Luke and Leia's parents. Yeah. And that is Darth Vader and he's going to kill her. Do you know, like, and that's what I think. We don't know he's going to kill her. Actually, well, I think. I don't think we know. We don't know that he's going to kill her. I, I think, but we know she's going to meet a tragic end because she, yes, we she's do know not that. in this. And we just we know that things are not going to go their way. You know, we know that things are going to fall apart. And so they're 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 not. What we do know is they're not going to live happily ever after. Yeah. So they so they don't earn this beautiful, majestic, off into the stars love theme. You know, they they it's a it's a torment theme. And you know, at no point is this more poignant than the love pledge and the arena, because love pledge and the arena, dare I say it, is one of the best scenes in Star Wars. The sequence where, you know, they look, it's a bit shonky, the dialogue, when they're saying to each other they love each other. Oh, it's mental. It comes out of nowhere. It, it, it doesn't, really the, the movie doesn't justify that it's, moment. It's, it's, it's shonky. You know, it, but that sequence is epic. Isolated, that sequence is epic. Yeah. You know, when, they're, when they're coming out into the stadium and they're prisoners, and I think if you had the context before, if the context before, you know, if, if let's, let's say, for example, right? Let's say, for example, to that point, this is the sequence where Padme dies. And we know this is the sequence that Padme dies. And actually, you know, for whatever reason, they've had children before. They had secret kids. 
and they love each other, but they can't tell anyone. And now this is the sequence where Padme goes out and, and you know, and she, and she, like, what an amazing piece of music. You know, the, the, the love pledge in the arena score and just the, the enormity of the Geonosis arena. I think it's an amazing sequence and it gives me goosebumps when I watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It kind of hasn't really earned it. And it definitely no, they doesn't don't. earn the dialogue before. And then the movie takes a turn. And I just, I just wish there was more conviction put and wrapped around that's that 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 really palpable thing and you know and and, and you know obi-wan's there connecting they're all together again and I, I i i watch this again and i enjoy it like i'm really drawn to it and it's the music the music is 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 the thing that keeps me smiling throughout this whole sequence yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no it's 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 beautiful and it's definitely up there i would say definitely top five star wars themes oh yeah yeah definitely. definitely top five star wars themes and that's actually when and for most franchises if you're saying top five you're like oh there's that there's that many great themes but actually i think with star wars i think it's a competitive bunch actually as far as like individual themes are are, are concerned so i think top five is doing really well what are we thinking? well it's definitely better than better than the emperor's piece of music i i think i prefer it more to yoda's more to the emperors. That's Yoda's, isn't it? Yoda's is quite charming. Uh, no, isn't I it? prefer Yoda's. Yoda's is great. I think Leia's is one of the best themes. Leia's is definitely one of the best. Um, Imperial Imperial March. Binary, binary, suns, binary sunset. Binary sunset. Is the track called Binary Sunset? Yeah, the original track is Binary Sunset. Binary sunset yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 Star Wars March opening yep. opening crawls. Do you know what I was thinking about today as well? What isn't it nuts how the end of A New Hope, the the music that get and we'll get to it when we get to the song. A New Hope is the the kind of the um the the ceremonial piece of music is the Imperial March. It's not the Imperial March. It's the is it um. No, it is. There's, there's a bit that's um... no. It's the force theme. Is it, it, do, do, do. Yeah, the force theme. Sorry. Do, yeah. do, do. It's, it's done it's, in a. It's sorry, done sorry, in a minor. It's, minor, it's, it's done, done in a minor. Mi- no, it's the same key. The force theme isn't a. Mi- isn't a minor key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's done no. In it's a done in a. It's, it's done. Done with a march. Yeah, but it kind of is a bit like the way when it's put to a march, it feels quite imperial. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's why I. Think uh, I disagree. It, I, I, I yeah, I did, like... I disagree. I think it's very, very heroic. I think it's Dude, very, very heroically quite, done. It's I quite think it Flash is. Gordon-y, isn't it? Uh, no, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, no, you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that. You're not, you're not selling this at all. Jesus Christ! It is. It's kind of like, it's kind of dark. I think. I think it's a bit odd, actually. It's not. It's so not. I think it's quite like. It's a lot of fuck yes, is what it is. I never thought yeah, of that. I don't know. Can I can I outline a couple of places in this Attack of the Clones that musically I don't like? Is one of them Duel of Fate being used again? Yes, that's one of them. Yeah, I thought now, you'd have a problem with that. A lot, ha- a lot has been said in recent years to justify this moment, and actually a lot of moments. I think we we talked about when we were doing Phantom Menace that the Duel of Fates, that whole scene is actually a duel for Anakin's soul. Mm. Have you seen that roundtable of Dave Filoni, like, just dissecting what they're actually fighting over in that scene? No, but is that what he says, is it? But it's a fascinating roundtable. It's on It's it's on one of the Mandalorian uh, special, good, special features. I love Dave Filoni. He he's so good. so good. It's because he's so invested in it. You can oh, tell he man. cares so much yeah, about yeah. the lore and everything. And I, and, I, and I will buy everything he peddles at me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, as far as. Do. 
as far as explaining themes and motives and subtext and all this and i'm like yes dave just lay it on me and basically he talked about the darth maul fight scene in phantom menace as being the battle for anakin's soul because and it was a battle that was lost from that moment when qui-gon got murdered because qui-gon was supposed to be the one to train anakin Mm -hmm. and actually obi-wan was not equipped to teach anakin he didn't want to teach anakin no. he was he was he too. was annoyed he was annoyed by anakin in the phantom menace it was just it was doomed from the start and all the signs are there um and it he he explains it much more elo- eloquently than i could um but it does put that whole sequence under a lens that we we as fans had not really considered largely mm-hmm. unless you were like you know just really really into into that and when you when you take that as a theme and then you apply it to this moment, right? Anakin is speeding off through the Tatooine desert to basically go and find his mother, but you don't know exactly what he's going to do, right? Is he just going out to find out what happened to his mother? Is he going to actually find his mother? What we then see afterwards is he just completely butchers uh, a, a Tusken Raiders thing. So you can... So you could... You could justify the inclusion of the music of jewel of the fates as in that bit as a character turning point like you could go and find out what happened to your mother and not butcher a bunch of tuscan raiders or you can go full vader and like you know show us your destiny as it were i quite like this in retrospect i don't think that's what happened (laughs) Um, when when this when this happened because crucially jewel of the fates is not in the soundtrack right mm, mm. and usually does it does it not get interwoven into it? i've not listened to return to tatooine does no it it's not in there the end? It, no, it's not okay. it's not in there and usually what that means is it's a is that they've put in a piece of music that is cool that was that worked from the last one and they just when we we saw it happen in the hobbits right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah i i go i go on about this scene all the time but at the end of the first movie when he's coming out of the burning tree and they're playing the nazgul theme and 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 motifs are so important in the lord of the rings music i think that was a criminal thing to do it just really killed it for me i can't um, wait till we get to the hobbit because oh yeah that'd be cool because because it's a it, it's as polarizing as they come because score wise there isn't bad stuff there's bad there's not that much but ah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. That, no, you know what I mean? again like, let's put a pin in it okay, let's put okay, a pin okay. in it but i think that's what happened here personally mm. maybe it's just the cynic in me but i i do think that it was very much a mm, that worked from the last one let's put it in there because it's cool uh, i i don't disagree i don't disagree yeah at all. although having said that with all this dave filoni kind of extra themes and and context and subtext and all that stuff i i i do see it but i'm like mm, i i think you're retconning personally mm. but so i i don't like that and the other bit i don't like is when obi-wan is inspecting the clones now can you tell me what music is playing in that scene um it's not the emperor's i don't know nope don't know it's again from the phantom menace and it's the Trade Federation March. Oh, okay. Why? Interesting. Why? Oh, I know. It's because it's marchy and kind of military-y. That's why. Right. Okay. It, it's, yeah. it doesn't fit. 
it 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 doesn't fit and when when the again like with what i was saying with lord of the rings when the music is so perfectly crafted to a movie as soon as you break from that and you decide to do whatever you really devalue the the final product i think mm. and i and i think that moment i think it'd be much harder to justify using because the the closest thing I can think of of how to justify that music's inclusion is that is like oh no but they're not actually the good army they're actually the bad mm. army but then the the trade federation were getting played by Sidious at the same time anyway so the clones were always enemies of the trade federation it's not as if, it's not as if they were secretly allies mm. they, they were both it was both sides um working for the Sith but they didn't know it they were just they 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 were enemies there was there was no reason for trade federation music to be played on Camino, um, while inspecting the Grand Army of the Republic, mm. absolutely no reason that I can think of, and I think it's a mistake. I mm. think I think it's, I think it sounds cool. It works visually for what's going on because you know it's a march, it's military, like, yeah, it works, but it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, it no, works. No, I, I can't it, agree more. It, it works, but it's wrong. But those are the only two bits that I don't like because. I don't mind because when you when you were talking about other reused Phantom Menace stuff, you were talking about big action sequences, um, with lots of noise going on on screen, lots of sound effects going on. These things can can get lost, and you can get away with some things like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not holding these movies and the people that make them to like an unattainable standard where I'm saying you have to use all original material and you can't mm. use old old stuff because I know that practically well, I other think things a, come I, into consideration. Well exactly but you're saying a different thing there. You're you're basically that demonstrates that you're arguing about um workload and you're saying I don't like laziness. You're not saying that. You you, you just want care and attention. Yes. You know what I mean? Care and attention can still be achieved you know, in some ways, like, uh, like, you know, you actually are better recycling some music for parts where you're like, I, I don't care. No one's really that bothered about this, the drone factory sequence, right? Yeah, People yeah. are more interested in in more, you know, our organic love themes that we're creating for this yeah, yeah. stuff. And people care. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, I think it's it's rather than, yeah, like, you don't you don't mind, like, you know, it's, it's a class, <laughs> I was going to say, that doesn't really make sense. But, you know, you'd rather, you, you, you always want um, uh, an intelligent, lazy person working on your scores. The last thing you want is an industrious idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh God, you're fixing so many things left, right, and center. Oh my God. But no, go back, go back and watch the the clone inspection sequence and Mm. listen to the music. You'll be like, oh yeah, no, that's wrong. That's just incorrect. Mm, mm. No, try again, please. (laughs) I want to just finish back with across the stars because I've I've gathered what I think are so so like. The thing that I just love about John Williams's um, scores, and, and I think we did it just there, by you can almost group them in threes. So, like, if we were to talk about the Han and Leia theme, the Marion and, and Indy theme, and then um, you know Superman and Lois theme, you know they're they're like three love themes that largely, yeah. as you said, are, are and, and you can group them and you can go which is the best love theme, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know what we call this one, but I think we call this one like. Um, almost like a troubled past or a troubled future theme, like a troubled past. And I think the three that you group together is Across the Stars, yeah. you, are, you Are the Pan, right. and Window to the Past. 
Because I think those three are very similar pieces of music from John Williams. Good shout. I I like that. I think it's those three. So stick them in an order. Which is the best? Which do you prefer of those three? I mean, it's so difficult, isn't it? It's so subjective. Okay, right. For a start, the big track and hook that you want to listen to for this stuff is Remembering Childhood. It's not You Are the Pan. Remembering Childhood is the big standout one. Um, in that one so oh i don't know i think you're the pan is oh is no, no 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 do, oh. do you know do you know remember yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah oh it's stunning absolutely stunning and actually it's one of my favorite john williams tracks period really i think yeah, yeah, yeah. the pan is my favorite weirdly well fair enough so I, and actually windows of the past is also one of my favorite as well okay if you're forcing me to go you are the pan Mm. And not remembering childhood. Okay, do remembering childhood. Oh then. well, if I'm doing remembering childhood. childhood then, then remembering childhood is number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then across the stars, and then uh, window to the past. Although I do, I love window to the past. I love the recorder. I love how bare it is. It's yeah. so yeah. transparent. But yeah, well, so, so my, my feelings. I, I, I think across the stars is beautiful, but I think you're the pan, or you know, or, uh, is is better and weirdly i think i prefer a window to the past to across the stars because and it go i go back to i'm going to try and bookend this point because it was only a couple of months ago that i realized across the stars wasn't in the original prequel series yeah and if i'd known that sooner i would have grown more attached to it but when window to the past first came out that was like nothing that had appeared in the first two films do you know what i mean like that was a totally original really deep building on the character development director wanted to use something different and really like punch you in the gut for something for something um you know new and i think across the stars it does a totally different thing but um yeah. what a great score this is though. it's fantastic like what a great score it's and, fantastic and I, and I, and it's got so many like little genius things in it as well i'll go back to um you know the chase scene through coruscant did you hear the wailing guitar in it Oh yeah, there is mad like electric, electric guitar. Yeah, mad, mad, just shredding, st- shredding Steve Vai style yeah. electric guitar. Like because of course, I was listening to that. I was I was working the other day, and I was like, I had to check what I was listening to. Yeah, yeah because of course it is because they're going through the a, a planet wide metropolis. Yeah, through all sorts of different architectures and societies and like industry and. All this, of course, there's going to be. It kind of gives me. Coruscant mm. kind of gives me anxiety. I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it low key gives me anxiety. Could, could you imagine? Could you imagine taking a walk through Coruscant? It's like, oh, okay, I think I might walk this. All, all I will say, <laughs> I've said to you before, and I'll say it again, Dave Filoni. If you really are as good as you say you are, do a detective series on Coruscant. Yeah. Oh, do it. Do it. Do a gritty crime drama, like in the the lower levels of Coruscant. May, may, I, may I throw in? Mm-hmm. A little what if prediction here. Yeah. Might that be what Andor is? <gasps> Ooh, very good. Because I because we did a we did a like little talk about the trailer back when that came out. We do know that we are seeing him on Coruscant. Mm, very good. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I hope, I'm just I saying that's what it is. I hope that's what it is. Um, I mean, look, two thumbs up. Obviously, yeah, it needs to be two thumbs up. Um, As if we're giving Attack of the Clones two thumbs up. For no, all its but, flaws, we love it. But we do love it. And and I will keep rewatching. Do you know what I was thinking as well when I was thinking about this movie? Here's a question to you. Right, go on. And it's a question that a lot of Star Wars fans ask themselves, okay? If, you know, if you have kids, 
what order do you show Star Wars to your children? Um, originals, prequels, sequels. Really? How I? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, oh, well, I mean that, that's how that's how I was shown them. Yeah, that's how you were shown them, and something about exposing someone new to Star Wars through the chronology of the series is interesting to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's like, that's like, that, that's like the equivalent of a nerd meeting an alien. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone's first interpretation of Star Wars. The thing I'm scared being of. Being a Phantom Menace. The thing I'm scared of, because this is the kind of thing that keeps me up at, keeps me up at night, because yeah. I'm, I'm going to have kids one day. Yeah. And you can bet your ass, you can bet your ass if they don't like Star Wars, they're not my kids anymore. Yeah. But, so, how do I go about, like, making sure that that doesn't happen? This is what, this is what I spend endless nights thinking about. And what I don't want is... How do you stop people not liking something because they look old, right? Yeah. Because... Ah, uh, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because the prequels are all nice and shiny and stuff like that. And I would... If you then go from that to episode four, you'd yeah. be like, why am I watching this? This is like, is that, is that cardboard? What the fuck is this? Why am I, what, what uh, it's am I watching? Really, it's really interesting you say that. Yeah. I mean, you know, like this is what Maddie says. Like I try and show Maddie old films. And she's like, I don't want to watch it. It's old. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God, like. It's really sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you, you get around that? This is my question. I think you just i think it's i think yeah i don't know mate i don't know well look i i still think it would be interesting to show an original order yeah. and i think by by that standard i think this would be a really interesting second foray into star wars um yeah. but hey two thumbs up mate yeah Moving forward? Yeah, let's move. Um, so, so we are recording this pretty shortly after doing and dropping the, the most recent episode. Do you like how I couldn't find um, You've Got a Friend in Me theme, by the way, and I just fucking <laughs> Monster Sync? <laughs> Did you um, notice? I couldn't I, find I, it. We I, recorded I, I, it. I, I didn't listen to it. We, record, <laughs> we, record, we recorded it a couple of years ago, and I can't find that track, so apologies. But you get oh, I didn't realise. I, 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 I don't listen to the Also, um, I, was listening, I was listening back to our old... Um, a Top Gun episode, and I stupidly your your call sign. What I call you, Bowman. That's a shitty call sign. I know what your call sign actually is. All right, go on. The the, the fiddler. Because you because you like to fiddle with people. That's, things. No, but that's things. not nice. No, but you I'm, you know you fiddle but you you fiddle things. You fiddle with like you fiddle with all the the things. Well, would you? Okay, here you go. Here you go. The fingerer. Right. Oh, the fingerer! Jesus! No, God. because of the, because of the way you play it, you fiddle, you fing, you finger and fiddle with 
you know people's emotions and 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 you you finger I don't you know, like, like I don't like this train no, of thought you, at you, all. You, you finger you finger the audience. You finger all the members of the audience. This is no, vile. You, you, you this is vile, <laughs> mate. <laughs> but you love it. You know, that's a really good call sign. Which one? You have to choose one. No, I don't. You, no, you do. You I have, don't have to play have, these you games. Have, you have to choose one, or I'm going to hide cat food in your in your next time. You, I make you dinner. I'm gonna make it'll be cat food for you. When was the last time you made me dinner? Oh, don't talk to me about last time. <laughs> I did a lovely big chicken on the grill oh, you a did. while ago. You yeah, did. you did. Now, if you last want, year. and if you want the oh, yeah, <laughs> I, won't, I won't have this. And Thanksgiving, I won't have this. I won't. What, thank, have this. Thanksgiving was last year. This, oh, you know, this is. I'm this not saying is, I wasn't appreciative. You have bittered this podcast. You have bittered this podcast, fingerer. I'll take a you, victory <laughs> sip there. <laughs> I'm gonna next time I make you some chili con carne. I'm gonna give you extra spoonfuls of 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 whisper whisper cat, right. cat food apparently, or I couldn't think of a cat food. I thought whisper um, was a chocolate bar. It is a chocolate bar. I'm dreamy. They're chocolate. They're cat things. Girl, I'm tired. We've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to stay up for another uh, couple of hours for Obi Wan. I'm kind of in. The, I'm kind of all in though for that. Like, yeah. That's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Midnight release vibes. I really hope it's not so late because I'm. I've got an early start the next day. Yeah. Um. I I won't. I probably won't stay awake. You know that. I'm gonna have to edit this fucking thing and then. In fact, are you editing this week? God knows what's happening. No. This is moving <laughs> forward still. This is. Don't say no to me like that. So definitely. You're. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the fucking final warning. And you played. And you played music without me at the weekend, which I'm livid, and we want to chat about that one off there. Oh. So I'm in, so, I'm in trouble, ladies and gents. Like, oh, Jesus. This is, this is. This is just. Uh, this is a de- like moving forward. This week is just Alex. Just being getting a telling off. Just, just being, just being a tit. Alex, let's take the opportunity now that we have it to do a recap of um, Stranger Things because yes, because I finally watched up, it, and we are we are nestled between the, the 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 majority of season four, and we've still got two episodes. Although predominantly at the rate that we're moving, the two the last two episodes of Stranger Things will be the same length as the first eight, yeah, <laughs> or whatever it is, because these are getting dramatically longer talk about it what do you think mate i absolutely love this How i mean volume one volume it? one of season four but like let, let's be real it's like a breaking bad thing this is like a season in, it, in its own mm. right isn't it How brilliant oh, is it it's so good i loved i mean first of all just from a, like a, a a show storytelling point of view i loved the bad guy reveal in the last episode very good. I thought it was, it was so, so well crafted, and I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't, I didn't see it coming either. I did not see it coming. And when and when you and when you sit back and you look at it, all the signs were there. Yeah, yeah. All of the signs were there. Yeah. But you just I, I, and and I love the fact that I didn't see it coming, and that it's, I was able to. It, it hit me when the show wanted it to hit me, and I think that that quietly requires a lot of thought a lot of planning and just real real care in storytelling to to force an audience to only know things when you want them to know it Mm. and feel things only when you want them to feel it Mm. and and it and there were there was there were no points in the whole of the season where i felt like i was ahead of the show and there are a lot of shows where you feel like you're one step ahead of the show um this is by far the best season isn't it i would say so this is uh, how is that how is that how is season know. four the most tight it, it's it, usually it's, not it's, for netflix is it no but this then i feel is like so against their model 
But I feel like Stranger Things was quite early on in the Netflix originals kind of thing. And I think it was very, very, very well set up. It had very good foundations, an incredible mm. cast, mm. Um, great people running it, writing mm. it. The music is astonishing. The can we just talk so about yeah. can we just talk about running up the hill? Yeah, so running up the Fuck hill me. Has, has I mean, look, you know, I'm a huge Kate Bush fan. I've, I've always been a fan of things like, you know, cloud bursting and, and you know babushka and stuff. And running up that hill's always been just a really excellent and I and I and I love all the kind of what what's that kind of chord? Um it's that that, that kind of like sad distancey sort of chord. What, what what is it? Like a minor seventh or something like this that, that that's that, that is just running up that hill is just built upon. Yeah, um, no, I know what you're talking about. I couldn't tell you what it was, but it, I know it, what you're it, talking and about. And it's just, and it's, and it's, it's so, it's such a melon, like a, like a fast-paced melancholy song. Um, but it's now back in the charts. I mean, it's never been more popular. And I mean, it was, it was the perfect piece of music for the scene it accompanied. I oh, think, it, yeah. it was, I think it was probably one of my favorite sequences in the whole if of Stranger you, Things. I made a deal with God, and we we'd swap our places. I, it's just, you know, like it is like the the the, yeah. the lyrics. You know, swapping our places, making a deal. Like, it is, it's wonderful. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean, one, in, in the in the lyrics, the actual songwriting of it is, like, perfect for what's going on on, on screen. But also, like, it, it's 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 another one of those songs which is dripping in 80s sound world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as far as the instrumentation stuff is concerned. And then when you couple that with, like, this mad, mad upside-down world, the yeah. alternate world that stranger things is all about and you know you've got max running in slow motion back to back to her friends yeah with this playing it's so hard not to get caught up in that yeah so exciting so but, exciting to watch but even but even just i mean the amount of characters and the, the other the other three did you notice in the last episode that you had none of the finn wolfhart will um will story um, oh shit yeah will, no i didn't will or mike sorry you had none of that they didn't include that or jonathan um because i think they're you know they're going to pick that one up obviously again but but you you were very much focused on the kind of because you know what i what i love about this and i think we chatted about before is they've made a really clear decision to split the the main kids cast up into two groups yeah and uh you know like in that kind of style that you know the office got very famous for the u.s office was you know mike sure and the team were very public about the fact that what was keeping the show alive was putting weird couplings with different people together yeah. and seeing how they interacted. Um, and they did quite a lot of that in this season, I felt, to, to great effect, you know, with, with like Robin um, Robin and Nancy, you know, two, the two kind of older girls that, that you know, very yeah. weird, different. Um, but but the, the, the little bromance that I am really, really enjoying. I, mean, oh, I know what you're about to say. It's, it's the, Steve, the Steve, yes! Harrington, Steve Harrington, Eddie Munson, um, and Dustin... Because in a weird way, the two older kids are fighting over who you know the affection of this younger kid. Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's and really it, unique, isn't it? It's, it's not so unique. It's, it's not it, it's not a relationship that you've seen anywhere else, but it's so relatable because you can yeah. you find it hard to place exactly where you've seen this before, like in real life. But you're like, oh, I know that exists. And I we, know that exists. Like, and, and and Harrington just has done. You know, Harrington has has had the character arc Jamie Lannister could only have dreamed of having. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You are now rooting for him to get back with Nancy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. And like Which he was I forget boyfriend I, I forget I, I forget the ins and outs of all that in the first season. I'll be honest, I've completely forgotten the uh, the origins of Well, he uh, was his the bully, story. wasn't he? He was the bully that they just so Steve Harrington was the baddie in the first series. Mate, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's, I it's, maybe I need to revisit. Yeah, I've I've so. watched season 1 twice by the way. I watched season 1 oh, when it really came was. out and I watched season 1 in the run up to season 2 coming out. Yeah. And then I and then I was like, that's not sustainable. I'm not going to be able to do that every single time a season comes out. But so, so, and keeping going around those three, so Dustin as well. I mean, um, was it Gatin Mazara? I, I can't pronounce the kid's name. My God, he is funny. Like he, he is, is isn't he? naturally so funny. Yeah, There's he's a, got the, the, spades of charisma as well. Uh, totally. But the sequence when they are being interviewed in the last episode, and the police are asking them questions and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And talking away. And there's one point where I think it's Nancy's dad is like, do you realize how much danger or do you realize how much trouble you're in? And, or, or, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. And there's a, and it's, it's, you would blink and you miss it. You've got to go back and watch it. And he looks across at him and he just goes, yeah, yeah. And it just, and it's just like, it's just like, like he's, he's a kid who's, He's so well rehearsed and en- to entertaining children. Like he's it's, it's entertaining parents, just making yeah, sure yeah. like, do you know what I mean? He, you just see him just go through the motions hey, of, of hey. just like, <laughs> of just like, yeah, yeah. I'll just say, I'll say, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's just the same old bullshit that just gets thrown at him as a kid. Like, do be careful. Don't go out at night. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I, I, he buys into it. Um, and he does it a couple more times in that sequence. It's just, it's just wonderful. But, to finish, Eddie Munson, way to introduce a character in the fourth season and instantly he steal the show. Instantly, he is so enigmatic. Oh, and it's the way that he's just when he does his devil horns, he's like, Bleh! and he's yeah, got his yeah. long and, and like they, they, they've the, the marketing has done such a good job of like building the marketing around um him. You know, he's he's English actually, the actor, and the, the, you know, he looks very different, obviously, but when he put the hair on. But I've got a theory, Alex, and here's my right. theory. Okay. You're going to fucking love this theory, right? Oh, lay it on me. And it's based on two pieces of evidence, okay? My theory is Eddie Munson is going to do some part of saving the day to a lot of this stuff, and he's going to do it with his electric guitar, and he's going to play some music. What? Oh. So, theory number one is he's... Did you remember in the first episode? Of this what, year? like Tenacious D style? I think he's going to like, yeah, I think there's going to be a kind of Tenacious D-esque moment here where he's going to stand. And, and and I'll tell you why the second piece of evidence is a lot more conclusive than the first. The first is, do you remember when he's in the first episode where he like looks at his electric guitar on the wall and he like talks to it and gives it a little uh, brush and then he moves yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've not given that sequence its callback yet. But secondly, there's a little sequence of this in one of the trailers. And it's a trailer of someone standing on the top of a bus in the upside down with an electric guitar shredding. And I always thought, it was oh, well, Har- then I thought it was Harrington, but I think it's actually Eddie Munson. OK, so uh, I think there's going to be more. more Do I remember you saying this like months ago? I don't know. Something because it's something that's that's jogging have. my memory about Steve and a guitar. Something you've said about Steve and a guitar, something. Yeah, like that. it probably was me. I mean, it's not like we've not got it on the record or anything. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, um, and obviously the whole Russia story, I've fucking adored that. Yeah. Um, very, very good and very scary. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I think when we first saw that whole him in Russia, it was a bit like, oh, he'll be back in the next few episodes. 
no, they like really saw it out and it's fucking terrifying. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's um, really, really it's not I can't wait for volume two. We don't have to wait that long for it. It's not like again with the breaking bad reference weeks, when they yeah. when they split that season, it was like a year or something mm, like that. Mm, mm. Um but no Ozark. Ozark did the same thing. Uh uh, <laughs> you haven't seen Ozark, right. have you? No, I have. I've watched. Uh, it's either one and a half seasons or two seasons. I can't remember. And then I stopped. And then I stopped okay. watching it for some reason. But I've, I've always wanted to get back into it because I really liked the first season. Mm. But there we go. The Boys. Mm. I have also. I've been busy. Yeah, you've been a busy boy. I've been a busy. I've been a busy boy. I, I'll tell you what it is. I've been watching these episodes in practice breaks. That's what I've been doing. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the yeah the boys I've I think I've watched well it's five episodes at this point and I think I started watching them like three days ago mm. so um so I've watched everything that's out up till now which how many episodes are there going to be in in the season I don't know eight or ten or something eight or ten or something like that well there's a big difference between eight and ten actually isn't there two numbers but I feel like there are. The, yeah the trajectory <laughs> of a sh- no but weirdly the trajectory of a show actually is de- decided by how many episodes I think it is eight yeah it doesn't Truly, it doesn't feel yeah, like we're at the end yet no. Yeah, it still feels like we've got a couple more to go. But again, I'm really enjoying this season. Mm. I don't know if it's the best season. It's between this one and one, I think. I think... I think I really the, enjoyed season three as well. Uh, season two as well. We were in three. Well, I mean, I did I did as well. But I think if, if, I think if we're being really, really picky, I think I prefer season three over season two. Mm. Couldn't tell you why. Couldn't tell you, but maybe mm. it's just because it's on at the moment. This, this one is <laughs> it is particularly brutal. This sequence, and there, there there's more satire than ever before. Oh God, yeah, yeah, really, really laying into it, really mm. laying into it. It, you know, the boys is one of those um, shows we, we've we've always talked about the marketing of it, how the marketing's like really clever, and you've got all these uh, mm. side things. And have you have you watched those things like the yeah, animated? They're amazing. The, yeah, ama- yeah, the animated yeah. little yeah, series. Despicable. Yeah. Yeah. Is is that essential viewing? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Right. Okay. Cool. Because honestly, I'm like, I I love that it exists and stuff like that. But like for this thing, it's like mm, it's a bit much for me. Mm. For me, mm. I'm not sure I care enough about it to go all in on it. But I do I, I do respect the fact that it's all that it's all out there. Um. Yeah. It's it's really re- really really great. Again. Yeah. More brutal than ever. Um. You know, Carl Urban's accent is as terrible as ever. Mm, um, it is bad, but it's it's brilliant. In the same I know, way. but it it works beautifully for the yeah. show. Like it doesn't sound like a bad accent. Yeah, do you know what there's, I mean? Yeah, the, the, there's what I like about this as well is is the B stories. You know, the A train B story. The kind of like it's really engaging. Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. you know, we go back to what we're saying, but like. You never, you never put your phone up from this. I, I must admit, a couple of times no. in Stranger Things, I'd pick my phone up and I'm like looking at whatever. Well, you don't do it long. for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, you don't do it for this, you know, no. because like some of the secrets, like you blink and you miss shit. Um, it's good, man. It's good. And and like you know, obviously we've got Umbrella Academy coming out pretty soon, which is almost like the third in these sort of, you know. The, yeah, the that's another that. one. I, that's another one I need to catch up on. I watched like the first episode of season two, and then I just it didn't it didn't get into my it schedule. Was, it, was tr- it, it didn't was get tricky. into it didn't get into my schedule, and so I didn't watch it. But I could could smash that one out actually. To be fair, yeah, you're gonna need to you need to get out because not long not long to go now. Um, but no, I mean that's the other one of these sort of three. I think are quite similar. You know the um, 
the, the, the Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, The Boys, because they all kind of roughly start at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting that they all came out. So they, they, and they're all still going strong. Um, just just quick update with the Disney stuff. Obviously, we've got one more episode. We're going to do the Obi-Wan. But Miss Marvel's episode two came out. Yeah. Uh, this, this, I think, is now up there for me with WandaVision and Loki as the best TV series they've done. Brilliant. Unfortunately, I, I've still yet to see um, episode two. So I'm very much looking forward to it, though. The dialogue alone is just wonderful. Um, but I was thinking, like, I do think WandaVision was my favorite. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think Loki started strong and then tailored off a little bit. Um, yeah. But I do think Loki's going to be an important one. But it's they're, they're the three. But I think Miss Marvel is either third or second. Yeah. Um, At the start of Moon Knight, I was so excited for Moon Knight, and then the mm. last episode sort of ruined it for me. Mm. But mm. I don't think I don't think they did anything. And we we said this when Moon Knight came out, but I don't think they did anything necessarily wrong. No, it, it was just not something that felt like was able to end mm. well. Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the impression I got. Well, I, well, I think I think with Moon Knight, it wasn't brave enough because um, I don't think they were they had a huge amount of assurances that they were going to continue what it was going to be. What it, and I think it could have been more. If they knew, but even still, they don't know where they're taking that character or if that character is yeah. going to be folded. So I think it was always a wobbly table being built on a wobbly table, that series. And yeah, I think yeah. the, the scope and the scale reflects that. So, um, so hey, and you know, with, with Marvel finally, we got the, you know, we got another Thor trailer. Um, yeah, we do. Uh, I'm still big fan. I think it still looks, you know, I still think it looks really, really great. Yeah, I, um, I, I think it's, it's still coming. It's, it's the story trailer, isn't it? There's the, I think the CGI looks a little wonky at a couple of sequences, and we get a little bit more character from Christian Bale as Gore, the, the God Butcher. He looks terrifying. He does cool. look, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. And I love that his surroundings are all monochrome as well. Yeah. Like yeah. all black and white. Like it just, it just feels like all the life has been sucked out of his yeah. surroundings. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what that looks like mm, mm. in in the context of the full movie like mm. um as far as like villains go i think only thanos has been more interesting pre-movie to me mm. like we always uh, we always see the villains in trailers Kill, Killmong- killmonger was always a bit interesting i think Kill, a Killmonger was more interesting after the movie because we didn't know how good the movie was going to be yeah, before yeah, we yeah. saw Black Panther. Whereas yeah. this one, just just off the trailers alone, I'm like, oh my, this is really interesting. This is really enticing, and more more, more from a more from a design uh, visual acting standpoint more than anything else. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been filled maybe in on Hela. maybe a bit of Hela. Well yeah, maybe. Well. I, I mean, I've been filled in on who Gore the. Uh, god butcher is and stuff like that but frankly i don't care that much it's like okay super super villain reasoning origin whatever it is really about the acting and the and 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 the visual style of this that i think is gonna it it is what's exciting me at the moment flatly my dear i don't river dance (laughs) you said (laughs) i always get a laugh when i say that (laughs) have Uh, you said that before yeah, that's the charming thing about it is I can keep saying it and you won't remember. So I'm oh, gonna say it. it's, it's new. The the you're the perfect audience. Brilliant. Because I could just recycle it, the old material. Yeah, you go, that was but, good. But you don't feel like you. Well, you either don't feel like I'm not listening to you, or you don't care that I'm not listening to you. Well, I don't know what's more important: being listened to or being laughed at with. <laughs> 
Oh, it's late. It's yeah. late. What do they have to do now, Alex? Now they've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five-star rating if you please. Mm. Uh, you can also leave us a review on there if you don't want to review us. Oh, can... yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to review <laughs> us... Yeah, sorry, I wrote your flow, but I just... You did. Yeah, and it made me laugh. Yeah, in the wrong place. Uh, if you don't want to review us, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to. Oh my god, fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault. We love to see, read, and hear all of it. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast platforms. All of them, I've checked. And if you want to get more directly in touch with us, we've got an email address. That is motionspod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. And also thank you very much to KTC Graphics Design for the wonderful artwork you've got in your hand or in your pocket. If you've got your, your device in your pocket. Or on your wrist. Or you've got your an Apple wrist. Watch. Yeah. I forget about these people. My favorite meme. If you ever, ever find yourself in a suit, a tuxedo or a formal dress, take off your Apple Watch. You're not a fucking spy kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have a dress watch. Yeah, have a dress watch. Have a dress watch. You've got some nice watches, don't you? Yeah, I've got a couple of nice watches, yeah. Uh, Weird. I don't have an Apple watch, though. No. No. No, you don't like it. Um, Any other movie quotes that we want to talk about? I mean, frankly, my dear, I I don't give a damn. (laughs) Isn't that... That's quite good, isn't it? That's all right, yeah. This is losing its shine. Uh, I don't know. I think Um, the trick is not to overdo it. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, Next week... So, so next week's going to be a challenging one, isn't it? Because I think we're... Oh, no, no, no. We've got time next week. This week, this week was the challenging one. That's yeah, this, one, this one's the challenging one, yeah. Um, well, off air, we'll be able to argue about who edits this one. I mean, it'll be me, obviously. <laughs> then I'll just give it back to you when it's edited. <laughs> you can do the uploading and shit. Uh, um, I have no response. Yeah, well. Uh, but we don't know what we're doing next week, do we? Uh, not as of yet, no. Probably some shite, eh, Alex? Yeah. Probably some probably probably. other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, know what, do you know what my sister asked me today? What? I said, I said, we were doing, doing no, we said we're doing attack of quizzes. She said, why the fuck aren't you doing everything everywhere all at once? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Why haven't we? Because Calum's not to, seen it. Because I've not seen it. We need to get onto it. We will yeah. get onto it. Sorry. You could do that. It's, it's it's still out. Yeah. Which, which sister is the one that, I know which one it is. Yeah, you know which one, one it is. is yeah. yeah, that's fun. Which one would say that? Yeah, you know I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> one of, there's one of them that would say that and there's one of them. That would that would that would probably like yeah. <laughs> Do some artwork for it. Brilliant. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyway, how do we how do we end it? Goodbye. All right, guys. This is 118. How do we end it? <laughs> how do we end it? <laughs> All right, guys. Tata. No, I know. I need to do the first bit. Thank oh, you very you did, much you... for listening um, um, to this week's episode. Um, we will be with you again next week. But until then, goodbye. All right, guys. Bye. Tata. <laughs>